Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good, good, good morning, morning, Russell. Morning. Good morning, good morning Russell. Russell. Morning, Russell. Morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you that we have woken up this day, that we are alive. We thank you that we are well. We thank you that we are safe. We thank you that we are with you, Lord. And we thank you for all the mercy that you pour into our lives, Father. You are ever willing to forgive all our shortcomings. And you encourage us to make a fresh start again through repentance, to renounce and turn away from it. And then make that fresh start again. And you pour your grace that is needed for us, along with the wisdom, to take our next steps and turn away and not move back into those same mistakes again. Lord, you pour your wisdom, your revelation through your word that we read every day. You help us meditate on it. You show us the things we do not know and you show us the things that are not normally, easily, commonly seen. You bring us on that path closer to you, Father. And we thank you for that grace upon our lives. We thank you for your infinite love that you continue to pour out on all of us. That you do not reject us completely. But you give us another opportunity when you look at the heart that turns away, that is willing to turn away from all sin and repent. We thank you, Lord, that you pour your peace and your joy into that same heart. That we are able to leave all our challenges, all our worries outside of the door when we come to commune with you and to be with you. We are able to make our prayer. We thank you, Lord, for that gift of what you provide us through revelation, through your wisdom that comes from your word through your light. And we share the same with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family, with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group, those that have no one to pray. We share it with all Christians that do not personally know you and all those that have turned away from you. And we ask for a quickening in their spirits as well, Father. In the name of Jesus. And so as we make our prayer this morning, we call on your name. The one who is the lifter of men, the one who is our goodness, our fortress, our high tower, our deliverer, our shield and our strength. The ancient of days. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus. The one who leads us in the day of battle. The one who has paid the price that we might not have to stand as accused in front of the just judge. But by merely calling on his name in all sincerity, we can be clothed with his righteousness. The one who is our daily bread came straight down from heaven. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of truth and light, the breath of the Father, the one who quickens us in our spirit that we are charged to hear from the Father and gain revelation. 
the Lord in the midst of his people who is mighty. Father, we thank you for the gift of your word, your spirit. We thank you for the gift of prayer. That we can bring about any new creation through this recipe. We thank you, Lord, that you have also blessed us with the angels of destiny help us. Who will fill in all the gaps the way we fall short. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies and every physical provision in accordance with your needs, in accordance with your riches and what we have raised up in our needs. We thank you, Father, for all that love that you pour on us. Your unchangeable love for us. We thank you that you bless us with everything, Lord. That your hand is not short to redeem us. And we just want to say thank you, Father. For all blessings upon our life, upon our family, and upon every circumstance that we are going through today. And we cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make this day, as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by the precious blood of Jesus that has won all victories. We declare it as our spiritual barricade. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will, Lord. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us. Protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and any kind of natural disasters. I declare divine exemption from all of these challenges. And I command that angelic protection in the mighty and powerful unmatched name of Jesus. <coughs> Today, we continue on our reflection on the journey of faith. In the second part, yesterday, we reflected on the first step in the journey of faith. And that is God calls us out of a place and a life of sin. And it doesn't depend on your age. It is not that he will only call the young. Abram was 75 years old and listless without even a child. When he was called and he was called out of his father's house to leave everything and go to a place that he didn't even know where. It is up to us at that stage to choose between him and to choose between that life that we are familiar with. And when God called Abraham and he, Abraham and he decided that he should go, that's when God's covenant to him took effect. So will it be with you as well. For most of us, that is Genesis chapter 1 in our life. Where he presses the reset button. When you look at Genesis chapter 1, it says in the beginning there was chaos, confusion, all sorts of problems there. And then God said, let there be light. This calling is the coming of that light in your life. 
where our eyes are open to see his truth, open to receive from him. Remember what Galatians 3 verse 14 says. It says, he redeemed us. He called us out of sin. He paid the price in order that the blessing given to Abraham might come to the Gentiles, that is to us, through Christ Jesus. The whole purpose of redemption, where he didn't limit it only to Abraham's physical genetic descendants, but to spiritual descendants, everyone that expressed their faith like Abraham did. And the other thing to note is that Abram didn't, Abram didn't know where he was going. He trusted God. And that's what Hebrews 11 verse 8 tells us. So in your journey to when you say yes to him, you may not necessarily know where your destination is. You may not know what the outcome of your prayer of faith that you have made will be. But you must trust on him. Not your plan, but his plan is what it will be. And that trust is the second step in the journey. Trusting God that he has this situation under control. No matter the chaos, the confusion, like Genesis 1 verse 1 says. No matter the chaos and confusion in your life, we have to trust that he has a plan for it. And then obeying with trust. When God spoke to Abram, he listened. When God promised, he trusted. And when God commanded, he obeyed. So obedience is that third step. And when you come this far, then as 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17 says, if any man is in Christ, he is a new creature or a new creation. The old things have passed away. Behold, new things have come. In order to claim this, are you willing to listen, trust and obey like Abraham did? That is a question you need to ask yourself. So what is God doing on this journey of faith? He is getting rid of the old sin ways and introducing his new holy ways. You leave your life in Ur behind, just like Abraham left it. The city of sin. Now your desires begin to change. You start to love the word. You want to hear what God is telling you. Then you know that something's happening. When you see these kind of things happening in your life, your very nature undergoing radical change, you know that God is working on you already. Hebrews 11 talks about these decisions that others have made as well. It uses many examples. Moses was one such where he chose to undergo ill treatment at the hands of Pharaoh. Remember, he was the prince of Egypt. And yet he chose to undergo ill treatment at the hands of Pharaoh when he knew his identity as an Israelite. That change started taking place in him already. I mind you, he was not weak. He was an accomplished general in the army as well. 
and yet he chose to join the Israelites and work as a slave. He desired change after he got to know the truth. Now let's move on. Genesis 12 verses 4 to 5. Back to Abram's story. It tells us that Abram took his wife, his nephew who lived with him, that is Lot, and all his belongings and all the souls, that is the people, his servants that he got in Haran. And he started out for the promised land. Are you seeing what this means? It means that when you take or you start that journey of faith, your entire family and others that are connected with you will all go with you on that journey when you make that decision of faith. Because they are connected with you, God takes them as well on that journey. Your decision affects their lives as well. Whether or not they believe is not even a question here. It affects their lives as well. So you can be one person that carries faith in that family and change the destiny of the entire household or the entire group that you associate with, the people that you work with. You go, <clears throat> then they go too. And now this is powerful to know because when you know it, then your prayer for your family, your prayer for your workplace, your prayer for your friend circle changes. You have suddenly become an intercessor as well now. You can pray for them and God will hear you. He will put their burden on you as well. And this includes your family, your friends, your members of your prayer group, your office colleagues, maybe even your community. All those that you care about, that you are willing to raise up in prayer. And that's how you start becoming a blessing to others. When we operate in that faith, he keeps adding more. You are now a branch connected to the wine that is bearing fruit. Are you seeing how he works the new nature in you? We'll stop there for today. We'll continue on it in our reflection tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll take a closer look now at the actual journey between Ur and into the land of Canaan. And there, there are a few things that will unravel there. Hopefully, that will give us a better understanding of the journey of faith. So far, we've only touched on a few key basic things. There, we actually look at interpreting why that journey was so. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray. For an understanding, Lord, a discernment of your will, your call upon our lives. And then we ask for the grace, Lord, to trust upon you that even when all we see is only negative circumstances, when all we see is only a negative doctor's report, when all we see is only failure in our projects, in our job, in our academics. And yet, we are willing to trust on you and take that leap of faith. That kind of grace, Lord, is what we ask upon our lives this day. 
so that even in the face of adversity, we do not call ourselves as grasshoppers in the presence of giants. But we trust upon you, remembering that Jesus told us, if we had the, the if we have faith the size of a mustard seed, then we can talk to those giants to that mountain and command them be uprooted from where they are, right before us, right in our path as an obstruction, be planted into the sea and they will obey. We ask, Lord, for a filling of that measure of faith that empowers us with the boldness to pray like that. We ask for that edification in our spirit today, Lord. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease. Those that are hospitalized will undergo any kind of procedures today. We pray also for all families that are facing any kind of division or separation. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, especially that of prayerlessness and ignorance from your word, and then being kept yoked under busyness so that there is no time redemption and in poverty so that they cannot raise their head up. We ask, Lord, for your yoke-breaking anointing to touch each of these lives today, that there is freedom. That there is liberty where your spirit moves. That there is freedom where your truth becomes real. We pray also, Lord, for our own personal needs and those of our families and our friends. Especially those that are not yet saved. Father, I thank you that you have heard us. That you always hear us. And as we release our prayer and our faith, making this our prayer of agreement with each other, knowing that the Holy Spirit also prays in agreement there with us and on our behalf. That prayer made under an open heaven will only come back as an answered prayer. We believe, Lord, that we have received. And we release our faith. I encourage all those that can pray in the Spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, to release your tongue and your faith, ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Ambrosia <laughs> 
Shadakiyanda. <laughs> I am Toki and Ambiaskela Rasta Adiantolo, <laughs> Sandaka <laughs> Shandakiana <laughs> 
In the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. Amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. The words that were put on my heart this morning as we were praying then. Thirst for me, your Lord, come into my heart. And the scripture I've been given is from Ephesians 4, 22 to 24. Put off the old person that belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful lusts and be renewed in the spirit of your minds and put on the new person created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from Romans chapter 4, verses 3 to 5, quoted from the NIV, where it is written, what does scripture say? Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteous. Now to the one who works, wages are not credited as a gift, but as an obligation. However, to the one who does not work, but trusts God, who justifies the ungodly, their faith is credited as righteousness. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
If you are being blessed by these reflections, Brother Savio's powerful reflections, our Friday Bible study teachings and the daily Divine Mercy and Rosary sessions, they are all available and are run live on Zoom and on YouTube. The same link works for all of them. So you can share that same link with your friends, your family, invite them to partake and to receive that same blessing as well. They can also access recordings on our YouTube page, on our Spotify podcast page, and links are also posted on our Facebook page. Also a reminder that there will not be a Bible study session in the next two Fridays, so the one just before Christmas and the one just before New Year. No Friday evening Bible study sessions, but all the other sessions will continue as usual. That is a morning encounter with the Lord and the, the, the daily Divine Mercy and Rosary sessions. Praise God. And that the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day ahead, everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. Thank you, everyone.